started. Oh, are we starting? Yeah, always. Always. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. It's me, Sam. It's that and Lucy. Yes. And, um, first of all, I would like to take this opportunity to say happy Thanksgiving. First of all, I'd like to thank, um, the Academy for getting me here, for helping me with my success in this industry. What is the Academy? Is, Second of all, does anybody know? I'd like to thank my mom. I'd like to thank Because I love her. Me. What? <laughs> Third of all, I'd like to not thank Lucy. I would also like to not thank me. <laughs> what award am I accepting right now? Um, the award for the fattest <laughs> hmm. ass. What the fuck? With capital P-H. Uh, well, I guess thanking my mom is appropriate then, because I got it from my mama. I got it, got it. Should we start uh, this over again? Dude, uh, I have no brain cells today. Okay, um, we can, we can, we can do a, we could do a restart. No, we, we're continuing on, like, a freight train with no, um, breaks. Breaks. Um, so, today we were going to talk about burnout. We're gonna be serious and have, like, a nice conversation. We're gonna be so Unfortunately, serious. We are on silly pills today. Oh, no, I didn't take my medication this morning. I don't have medication to take, so this is gonna be a wild... This is gonna be a crazy train. All aboard! I, okay, so as a kid, I literally thought Ozzy Osbourne literally only did the uh, uh, crazy, crazy train song. That's all I need to yeah. be known for. That and uh, Biting a Bat, nope. right? That was him? No, all other guy? All I care about is Crazy Train. Crazy Train. And Sean. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Um, burnout. You feeling burned out? Right now, I'm actually pretty good. I am, however, comma, tired of being sick. I've been Ooh, sick for are like... are you ill? Yeah, I don't know how long. It's been too long. But my coworker brought something into work, and I got sick from that. And then another coworker went to Montreal. I came back sick. And then while no. I was sick, I caught whatever he had. So, like, I was no. getting better, and then I had to take more sick days. And I'm just- Double I'm, sick. I'm sick of it. <laughs> You're sick of being sick. That's I just sick, dude. want to breathe through my nose again. It's not fair. I feel like I never properly appreciate being able to breathe out of my nose until I can't. And then I'm like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Those two days- where you're feeling good after being sick are the most magical. You're like, I can breathe. My senses are good. My head doesn't yeah. hurt. Life is good. Oxygen. I'm not there yet. <laughs> tasty, tasty oxygen. Well, my condolences, my friend, for your prolonged period of illness. It's okay. I'm getting better. And I'm just going to not interact with any coworkers so that I don't get really yeah. sick. Just don't even look at them. 
buddy from the other department has COVID? Like, what the fuck, man? What the hell? Everybody's bro? sick, and I'm getting all of it. I just don't want COVID again. I'm still unsure if I ever had it. I think I might have, but all the tests I did came back negative. But it's possible I just wasn't sticking that thing up my nose correctly. Mm. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I had it, because that, that was the most miserable I've ever been. Yeah, that was... My first day of COVID was rough. Are you burnt out? How you doing? I am so burnt out, too. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, it's rough. Okay, so, um... I had... I allowed myself to be talked into purchasing a dojo. Mm. <laughs> because at the time, I was like, full of gumption, you know? I was like, wow, this is such a great idea. It'll be so much fun. Lifetime then, opportunity. Right? And then, um, uh, due to the fact that uh, brain, no work, like other people brain, exhausted. Mm. Big exhausted. I mean, and now, even if, even if your brain worked like other people did, that's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a lot, and I, I, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, because when I come home from work, I need the entire evening to recover from being at work, even if I do nothing. And then I was like, you know what would be a fantastic idea? To put more work on top of that. So a bitch is burnt out. But it's like a passion but... project, right? Like, it's really hard to say no to something like that, that you're, like, excited about. You can see potential. Like, you know it's going to be work, but you're willing to put in the effort. Mm -hmm. How long have you been running this, the jong? Um... It's been, like, a year, right? Not, not, no, not a year. It's, uh, we had one season-ish of karate. So I'd say from... Maybe from, like, the new year, the start of the new year. But then we don't run it in the summer months. Mm -hmm. Are you and your brother the only instructors currently? Yeah. That's yeah. rough. So I teach... We switch off because he works shift, right? Yeah, he either um, can or can't. Yeah. So we do it where I'll teach like Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, and then he'll Ooh. teach Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, and we switched it up right now so that it, we're only teaching an hour and 15 minutes a night instead of two hours because I can't do that. And because you'd have to be there before and after class as well. So it was really more like two and a half to three hours. I'm sorry, three how many classes do you Okay, three times a week. I was like, that seems like a lot of classes. Yeah, it was one, two, three, four, five, six classes a week. That's insane. What we ran while Soup was here. But it wasn't bad because there was three of us. Yeah, that's um, understandable, yeah. It was still a lot, though. And now we run four classes a week. Um, but you only technically have to teach two mm. a week. That's still a um, lot, like, for two people to manage. Yeah. And then you gotta deal with people's opinions? Mm. About you how guys, you run things? 
Do you guys have any black belts that you can rely on? No. That's really unfortunate. Yeah, we have one black belt, but she is a child. Ah, yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's rough in these streets, but And, like, last year we did have a, an adult black belt, but I fucking hate that guy, so. <laughs> mm. I'm, I can... um, I really hope he never hears this. He's not um, going to listen to the podcast, especially if no, it's the person I'm thinking of. But, well, unless somebody decides to be a malicious little whore and send it to him. Whoa. Who would do don't that? Don't do that. I don't know. An asshole? Um, anyway, what part of it do you find the most draining or exhausting or the hardest part for you? Uh, the running it part. The teaching okay. is great. Breaking it down, my guy. All of the running it. <laughs> Every part of running it. Like back Because you stuff? have... Uh, yeah, because you got to take money, uh, organize fees, uh, make sure everything's deposited correctly. If they pay in cash, then you got to bring it to the bank. Then you've got to make sure you've got the correct receipts. And then you got to deal with your accountant, who is a very scary woman. <laughs> and she has to do the year-end. And it seems like she's always doing the year-end. Always. <laughs> Just constantly. And I'm like, when does it end? Never. <laughs> And then you have to organize stuff for testing, um, which means, you know, you got to, like, get in contact with um, uh, the master to be allowed testing. And then you have to organize his come in here. And then you have to figure out what to do with him while he's here because you can't just sit him in a hotel room the whole time. And you have to feed him. Mm. And also, then you have to find a venue for testing. And... Geese haven't even ordered the geese yet. They, I don't know why we do this. We did this last year. We ordered them too late, and then the geese take forever to come in, and everybody has to try it on, and then you have to tell them they have to pay all this money to get the geese because they're not fucking cheap. And then you got to deal with shipping, and then last year they didn't, like, get them shipped in time, and then so, like, people literally did not get their geese until the season was over, and that was bad on us. Have you... And then you got to make donations to the place that let us stay there. Have you thought about getting a secretary? I've thought about quitting. <laughs> no. I We can't pay a secretary. Um, I don't on think account you necessarily of... need to pay them. Um, in Taekwondo, my coach hated all of the back-end stuff. He was there to coach and not do any of the other things. Um, mm -hmm. so, so we he had some parents volunteer to help out and lighten the load. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, so I know the parents someone, don't stay to watch. I know so. someone that came from Taekwondo, who has two young kids, who would probably love to help out because he used to do that kind of stuff. Here's for our the thing. Club. Um, he can only very rarely make it to class mm. because of shift work yeah, and to then ask him problem. Oh, no. to do that on top of it wouldn't be great <laughs> well i mean that's some kind of stuff that you can do outside of like uh classes right a lot of the, the things that you're describing is not actual class time it's everything else yeah 
but uh, yeah, so it's a lot. Um, and I'm so tired. Yeah, that's fair. It sounds tiring. You just describing that has made me tired. Yeah, and then you have to plan class on top of it and teach. So you're burnt out, and then you have to mask the burnout mm. to be a professional figure to teach. Do you still enjoy teaching? Or have you lost... lost I the... enjoy just the teaching part most days. Um, sometimes the, there are a few students who are difficult. Um, like, there's this one kid who, like, constantly tests boundaries. And you okay. constantly have to keep them in check. And it's like... And then there's this other kid who does the same thing in my other class. So it's like... Do you have any... I was looking at burnout stuff in preparation for our conversation. And I didn't realize burnout has, like, physical uh, symptoms or whatever. Like, I knew mental burnout was such a thing because you experience it in school or whatever. But I didn't realize, like... You could get headaches or tummy issues or like you could I knew like sleep problems could happen when you're burnt out but like mm -hmm. even jaw clenching or like muscle pain and stuff do you have any of that yeah I went to um the massage therapist because um I was so like my muscles were so tight it was causing Ooh. me so much pain <laughs> so much pain and she was like girl she literally went Lucy your back is a brick from your shoulder to your hip. Oh, that sounds painful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh it's rough. Um basically I'm we're going to have a discussion the three of us about what our obligations are and how soon can I quit because oh. I can't do it anymore. You know. Do you, you want to quit outright, or do you still want to be involved with this? Oh, no, quit entirely. <laughs> That's fair. I a lot. realize I don't have the mental faculties to run a complex business. Um, this is sad. This is a sad episode. This is just me <laughs> talking about how life sucks. I, I think it's important. This is, like, burnout. It's through if you don't want to air the episode that's fine we can just have a little talk we can air the episode but it's kind of depressing fam 14 minutes in if you're already here fucking get your tissues in, my guy if you're like <laughs> if you're here t uh use this opportunity pause it tell us about your burnout yeah, for the next five minutes, we'll just be completely silent yeah. while you tell us all of your problems. And then at the end, like Dora Explora, we'll go, great. Great. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Uh, I think one of the most important things about recognizing burnout, really, is just like reflection. Like it's so mm -hmm. easy to just be tired and like push through. I, I honestly, I'm very proud of you for recognizing that this is a problem and recognizing Slay. that you have to step away from it because it's causing you like problems in your life. I think it's really easy to just kind of like, or maybe not easy, 
uh, I think we're programmed to just suck it up, like hike up mm. your pants and keep trudging through the shit. Yeah. Um, I know growing up, we, I was like, I was always taught like, you're not a quitter. Quitters are losers. I am. I, 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 I'm a quitter. Say, yeah, Soup will always say, mama didn't raise no quitter. And then I go, she raised one quitter and it's me. <laughs> I am not willing to suffer. If there is one thing about me, I am not willing to suffer. I don't care how how big the reward is. <laughs> I'm not willing to suffer, <laughs> you know, for anything. So I am a quitter. And it is, I am recognizing it is time to quit. <laughs> I have experienced a lot of burnout through, ex. Uh, what's the exterior pressures in leveling up your hobbies so like you get good at something and then yeah. people have expectations on you to do something more uh one of the things yeah. that i've really struggled with and i'm still kind of working on is drawing so i i used to draw as a hobby i was one of those kids that got really into anime i wanted to draw anime and like i just i doodled whatever and then I started taking classes, and teachers don't like anime, and they don't Which think is that's dumb. yeah, like they don't think that's good drawing. So I struggled there first. That was like my first encounter with like external pressures to do something that I don't want to do in my hobby that I enjoyed, um, and like I put up with it. I will tell you that I scribbled. I did not do my best work because I was not interested and then I didn't get a good grade and that made me feel bad because I was like, mm. oh, maybe my art isn't good. But we overcame that. That's a whole past arc <laughs> that we could talk about another time. Um, and then I, I encountered like, oh, I should go to art school because I'm good at art. Not because I want to, but because that's the expectation. Mm -hmm. uh, not from my parents or anything, but it was like, it was one of the things that I could have done. And let me tell you, I have lost complete interest in art over yep. the past couple of years. I took some art courses in university just because I'm doing a, I, I did a STEM degree. So it was very nice to have like that other thing to work on. So when I was like tired of doing hard brain homework, I could turn it off and scribble. Um, but to be honest, I really didn't like art classes because they have those expectations on what you can draw and how you can draw and mm -hmm. I would like to think that my technique is pretty okay my anatomy is not very good like uh and art is a muscle that's something you have to practice so I've definitely lost some of it from what I used to have uh, but they they really want to live vicariously through you like every art teacher ever uh just wants to push you in a certain direction so I really didn't enjoy that and I completely burnt out on art I also was at a point where I could see my problems in my art. Like, I could oh. see anatomy, like, the anatomy was wrong, but I didn't know how to fix it. So I hit that wall, and I really didn't have a way to continue progressing. And because, I guess, for me, I had to keep progressing. Like, I, I didn't realize I could just do art. I, like, completely mm. burnt out of it. I was like, I don't know how to keep going. Like, I'm not making these leaps and bounds. You, you know how when you pick something up, it's very easy to start learning, but it's hard to master something? 
yeah. that's kind of where I was. So I just completely dropped art. I was like, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> it's over. Um, I'm only now coming back to it and learning to love art and making stupid art and like just having fun with the process as opposed to uh, yeah. spending hours to like create this one thing that I'm not happy with because the ear looks wrong and the ear looks wrong for three hours and there's no way to fix it. Um, but yeah, burnout, burnout, I feel like people don't talk about burnout in the other aspects of life. Like it's always mm. work burnout work. or school burnout, which is valid. I'm still not going to be like, yeah. that's not you important. Know, still... <laughs> and it's obviously yeah. somewhere you experience burnout the most. Uh, but I feel like we need to talk more about like hobby burnout and like relationship burnouts and stuff mm. like that because those are also very real and talking about burnout is the first step to like fixing it you know yeah. acknowledging the problem <laughs> indeed and and there's also like different types of burnout right because there's very much um neurotypical burnout but there's also ADHD and autistic burnout which comes from a whole different slew of issues you have to deal with. Mm. Like masking for extended periods of time can lead to burnout in anything you do, or people pleasing can lead to burnout, or um, your symptoms interfering in your day-to-day -day life, making things more difficult lead to burnout, you know? Um, I. So also, it... didn't realize that burnout had levels. Like, yeah. whenever you talk about burnout, it's always the extreme where you're like, you can't take it anymore. Everything is gone to shit, and you just have to stop. Uh, That's about burnout... where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Burnout <laughs> has different levels to it. Uh, and if you start experiencing, like, if you can acknowledge burnout early, you can fix it before it gets too overwhelming. Like, there's, mm. like, mild burnout versus, like, severe burnout. Um, and I think that's important to acknowledge because you don't you don't want to get to the point where, like, you're depressed because of burnout. Like, if you can fix it while you're just feeling a little tired. I feel like, um, you know, we don't give people the toolbox needed to deal with it before it gets bad. Our only resources are given to us when you break. <laughs> At your breaking yeah. point, then there's help. <laughs> but before that, they don't really teach you A, the signs, B, um, uh, help you understand how to balance things, or like, uh, um, I saw a lot of, um, when I was doing research, they, a lot of it, was um hello brain form a sentence please <laughs> <laughs> like i said i have no brain cells left uh that's okay nope it's gone <laughs> okay gone well, forever i want to talk about like signs of burnout because i feel yeah. like oh, we yeah. only ever talk about those extreme signs uh while looking up and researching burnout i didn't realize and this makes total sense so i guess i just didn't put two and two together escape fantasies um Ooh. are a sign of burnout because you your like brain wants to do something else and like get away from all of the stress right 
I've yeah. in my periods of life I go through intense like book binges where I'll get into like diff- different fantasy worlds and I all I want to do is read and I'm like oh yeah I was burnt out <laughs> yeah because like when you're reading if it's a good enough book you don't even know you're reading man you are in there you are yeah. in that world you wake up your mouth is dry. <laughs> you gotta, like, blink a second. In high You're still school, thinking about the book. <laughs> I used to take two-hour baths, and I used to just read, and my mom was like, why, how do you do that? And I'm just like, oh, it's my only escape. Like, I was- I forgot I was, I was here. <laughs> yeah, like, I was completely just, like, out of it, right? I, I yeah, didn't want to do my homework. I left my body I in the my bath own... for two hours. Yeah, it was a little escape that I had. Uh, also, when I had those- intense urges in my last year of university to move to the middle of nowhere and just live uh, in the woods yes i i that's still the dream baby yeah. <laughs> that is still the dream because i i some part of me firmly believes that if i could have a cottage in the middle of the woods where i didn't have to um uh, uh be be affected by <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of others chef's kiss now that's delusional that's delulu (laughs) but some some you know it's like man i just let me own my cats in the middle of the woods yeah i'm trying to pick up rocks i'm trying to uh, um uh see a leaf maybe (laughs) there's definitely validity in what you want right like i was thinking about it uh because i think the best thing i can do for myself right now is understand why like why do i feel this way why am i thinking these things because it really helps me um like figure out what i have to do and like what's going on like why Mm -hmm. did i want to move to the middle of the woods and stuff it's like oh because i could have control yeah (laughs) you wanted to you wanted to stop yeah i want to do what i want to do like i'd rather make bread than like stress out over quantum chemistry stupid fucking yeah whatever and like no one in the woods will tell you oh you can't do that today like if right? you're not feeling it you just don't you like stay in your little cozy bed fun uh, fact i do have investments and my investment fund is called lucy's cottage fund <laughs> it was named by the lady who manages my very meager mind you <laughs> investments <laughs> so uh I think for the average person, this can kind of manifest as the desire to travel. Um, I think, mm. feel like a lot of people during the work year get burnt out and then they go, oh, I need a vacation. I want to go yeah. down south. Uh, that's, a, that's a sign of burnout. If you're feeling like work is, getting, is, is starting to pile up and you want to take a little break, you could be burnt out. Yeah, ma'am. Um, I always knew exhaustion was one of those big things for me. I, I've always had, like, battles with fatigue and struggling with that, like, I I need to do so many things when I have no energy. Um, but exhaustion on smaller levels is also um, a, a sign of burnout. Like, just being a little bit more tired than usual or, like, your sleep is not being as effective. Uh, sleep yeah, quality. you can sleep 12 hours and wake up tired. Yeah, uh, another one, which I feel like this one's harder to, like, tie 
to burnout is irritability because so many things can make you irritable bro it's the wrong time of the month irritable (laughs) the lights (laughs) are too bright irritable you know what i was thinking about this the other day this is a tangent Mm. why the the uh, the the if if why the hormone cycle so fucking bogus dude we get one good week if you're lucky out of the month where your hormones are in your favor the rest of the time they're doing some crazy ass whack ass fucking shit we get a week where it's stacked in our favor right where the hormones are actually working for us what the hell is that why lately i'm like am i sad or am i just being hormone (laughs) Am I sad or am, 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 am I sad? (laughs) Little Um, sad, big sad. I've also, like, been fighting my emotions and stuff. And, like, I'm Mm. trying to be on all the time. Like, when I do get sad for no reason, I'm like, fuck, stop crying, you've got shit to do. Um... I've since developed past that. Obviously, it's not very healthy. That's good. Uh, and, yeah, like, if I'm having a day that's not so productive or, like, I'm not, uh, the lights are too bright or whatever, like, I, I'm better in saying, okay, I will do what I can today. Today is not going to be, a, like, all productive day, but we can get some things done and that's good enough. Uh, I think that's really important is mm. your expectations of yourself change based on the influences uh or like circumstances of the day sometimes we're always harder on ourselves yeah so one of the things that they they try to say for um fixing burnout how to avoid burnout is like be kind to yourself because one of the things that like burnout does especially when it because it's a compound um, problem. Like, burnout starts small, but then it, like, snowballs and becomes a bigger thing. One of the things you can do to prevent that is just be nice to yourself. Which is the hardest lesson of all. Yeah. That, I'm just like, stop. Stop being mean. And that's obviously, like, a really hard thing to do. That's yeah. probably years of, like, training that you're going to have to do to train your brain to not hate itself or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is it is important to reflect even if you're having negative thoughts. You might not need to correct them right away, like, because that's hard to do. But just recognize that you're having these negative thoughts or you're, you're ignoring your signals. Like, your body's like, oh, I'm tired. And you're like, bitch, get up. We've got work to do (laughs) we got work to do yeah that's the hard part too is a lot of times if you are burned out for like work or something uh there are times when you can't stop to take a break um so it's like how do you recover from burnout when you can't stop that's that's my biggest issue right now i can't stop you know so it's like how am i supposed to fix this I don't uh, know if recovering. Hopefully quitting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if recovering straight up should be the goal when you're like deep in the sauce. If Lost especially if you can't sauce. just quit, like let's say you have a career job and you're like, "Ooh, I have to stay here," but I'm getting overwhelmed. Trying to reduce the burnout is probably the goal because you know it's a really big problem, and addressing the problem all at once is not gonna work. 
Um, no, that's true. One of the things I like to do is starting each day with like a task list. I'm really bad at switching gears. And mm. sometimes it's really important to switch gears. And I can switch gears, but that'll throw off my entire day. I have made it known to my boss. I was like, I have a task list that I'm doing. And if I don't get this done, it's not going to be good. So if you have a priority task, tell me and I will throw out my task list. And that's the only thing I can do. Or you can tell me to do it tomorrow and I'll add it to my task list. Yeah. And that has been really helpful for keeping my priorities straight because I, I just have that dysfunction where I can't, like, fit in extra stuff or something will, like, take my entire attention and things will get forgotten or whatever. So that worked yeah. really well for me. And communicating that to my boss was really helpful for them to understand how I work. Also, slay, dude. That's a That's a big, brave thing to do, man. I have a lot of coworkers that are very, yeah, I can do that right now. And they can like pile on stuff. And mm -hmm. I tried that and it does not work well for me. Um, I can say yes to things if they take like less than 15 minutes. But if I know it's going to be something that I have to like switch gears for, I will make it noted that this will take me some time to switch gears. And they are totally fine with that. I was like really worried. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be as productive as the other people. So they're going to ask the other people to do it. And then I'm going to do less work. Burr, 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 burr. That does not happen. <laughs> they just adapt. Oh, they, yeah. they, they recognize that there's a different way. Like everyone's different. Managing different people is how like learning different managerial styles is how you make good team. And yeah, it's, it's working out really I'll well for me. How make good team. How make good team. <laughs> Amazing, dude. I, I just really I love that I'm, I'm appreciative that my um, supervisors are willing to work with me and willing to like listen to what I'm actually saying and make that happen because I, I do think that I don't work normally as well and they're like okay cool you've given me an alternative let's do this and guess what it works <laughs> <laughs> I love that man that's amazing I it, it can be incredibly difficult to um, reach out and express your needs. And then it's amazing that they were like, oh, yeah, slay. Yeah, I was feeling really major burnout maybe a couple months into work uh, because I joined a career in which I don't have the base theory. Like, mm. I have the knowledge to run tests and stuff but i don't I, i've never taken a biology class in my life and i work in a biotech industry so yeah there was like things were going pretty fast and it's pretty normal for me to not get it like right off the bat type thing and i was mm -hmm. really starting to feel the pressure because we had deadlines and whatnot um, so i expressed this to my boss i said i'm feeling overwhelmed um is I'm just letting you know <laughs> like I wasn't looking for for answers or solutions I was just like this is a lot for me uh, I've noticed that I'm struggling a little bit and goodbye <laughs> that's it that, that, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. needed yeah um, but that really helped me to figure out why I was feeling overwhelmed which was that like I was learning a lot and I wasn't solidifying my knowledge before moving on to a new thing so, like, every day it was a new thing, new learn, and that's very 
tiring. Like, it was just too much. Uh, so we slowed down a little bit, and that was really good for me. The other thing I learned to do was unplug at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Having really strong work-life boundaries is a, yeah. a fucking godsend. I do not want to get off work and keep thinking about those things. Or, like, what I used to do is I used to have homework for myself. Like, I would learn something and take that from work and then spend an hour oh, fuck studying that. to, like, try to catch up. That was so bad. That caused burnout so fucking fast. Yeah, dude. I think anyway. that's the biggest thing is allowing yourself recovery time. If you know you're prone to burnout, don't pull a me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Allow yourself the recovery time you need to be a full functioning human. You know? Uh, specifically for neurodivergent people, and I guess some neurotypical people, if you've never learned to do this yourself, um, learning how to relax, like actually how. Because, you know, yeah. you have downtime. For a neurodivergent person, that's not downtime. You've got so much going on no. in your brain, you're not truly yes. relaxing. <laughs> like, you I could find, be in um, the bath, you could be having a drink or whatever, but your brain's still fucking thinking. That's not relaxing, my guy. so fast. I find, um, and this is something that Dog has pointed out, too. Um, I always gotta be doing something. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a that's a part of the ADHD stuff is, like, I do have to keep occupied. But finding a way to make that doing something a form of relaxation is the hard part. That, um, it always comes back to me, sorry, that was my computer beep-boop-boop beep. It always comes back to me with that one thing that you said, where animals just exist. They just do. That changed my fucking life. Like, right? I don't think you understand. Because... Uh, especially with like school and like everything that lifestyle that we live there's always something you could be doing to be a better person like you're growing up you should be doing yeah. something to contribute to your life guess what the dog you don't behind have me is taking her like sixth nap of the day and that's she's doing a great job that's something i found as well is because i'm uh you know chronically mentally ill um <laughs> um uh, unrelated, I saw there's this guy on TikTok who has an eel pit in a in a basement. I have been and, seeing eel pit videos. Yeah, and one of his eels is named Mentally Eel. Which <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> but like, I don't remember what my point was. What was I talking about? Um, um just being just just existing. Yeah, and just learning how to just existing. exist. It's animals do animals nothing, doing... and it's okay. And learning Mentally... to do nothing is okay. Yeah, no, it's gone. It's I have no idea where I was going with that. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll make a point on this then. Um, yeah, I- I've always been trying to, like, do something and learning to just exist with yourself and not, like, think. Like, turning off the brain is so hard. Uh, uh, I've yeah gotten I, I really enjoy currently listening to a podcast and doing something with my hands like cross stitching yes. or painting or drawing or playing video games uh, and just having that like empty time is really good relaxation for me because I, I think okay hmm? this is crazy because I'm doing the same thing this is how I <laughs> am also mitigating brains need to do while relaxing it's almost like meditation yeah, that's basically what I've been chasing recently. 
Like, I feel like when I'm relaxing but my brain is on, it's not relaxing. Unless I'm doing something to engage my brain, like fun little puzzles. Different. Ooh, a puzzle. Because sometimes you do need to be stimulated more, but to relax. Like, the uh, soup the other day, we, she was going to join me and my friends for cross-stitching, but she couldn't sit down. Like, she, she physically, she was, like, pacing the house. And I was like, all right, you're not going to sit down and cross-stitch with us because you're going to hate it. Go to the gym. And that yeah. was much better for the current state that Lasoup was in than to force her to, like, try to sit down and, like, fucking focus on cross-stitching. That would have been so bad for her. Like, hours of sitting and just trying to, like, <laughs> sew when you're so fucking, like, jittery and got to move. Like, she was like, oh, Did I'll she go take any pre-workout that day? I, I don't know. I don't remember. She probably so drank, like, she... four cups of coffee or something. She she do be doing that. Sometimes she's like, I'm exhausted. I'm gonna take pre-workout. And I'm like, but <laughs> you're not going to work out, though. She's like, no, I just need the caffeine. And I'm like, I don't know if any of y'all have ever had pre-workout, but that does shit <laughs> to your limbs. It makes you tingle. And the tingle don't go away unless you move. Anyway, I think it's really important to, like, pay attention to what your state is in, because that can be very informative of how you feel. Like, if you if you had been antsy or whatever, and you have to sit down and learn and go to school every day, but you're, like, just jittery, like, over time, that's going to be exhausting. Exhausting! Trying to keep yourself still and not be disruptive in class while you're trying to, like, uh Thinking about yeah. it's making me tired. <laughs> 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 so, yes. Yeah, so if anything you get from this podcast uh i would like you to reflect on what you do to relax and is it truly relaxing and and if and 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 you know if uh anything we've said here today uh resonates with you like maybe you didn't think you were burnt out but then you heard my little rant and you're like hmm that's familiar <laughs> take that as a sign my friend and if you do truly feel um, overwhelmed with burnout, one of the best ways that you can overcome burnout is going to therapy. Because therapists can tell you straight up what you're just ignoring. They're like, no, yeah, this, this, hey, hey, this blind fucking sign that's right in front of your face, pay attention to it. <laughs> and you're like, mm, mm, no, no, no. Uh, but they can give you techniques to deal with it they can point out things that you might not know that are tiring you out they can help you decide whether it's time to quit or change change gears because it's not something that's sustainable they're very helpful literally i didn't even burn I, I, I have been burned out before and every time it's a surprise to me that i'm burned out i did not realize i was burned out till sam went you want to do an episode on burnout? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, talking, talking really helps me kind of put things into place. Because I'm like, I'll, I'll go to work and I'll be like, damn, I'm really tired today. What the fuck? And I'll like think back on it. And I'm like, oh, I hung out oh. with people every day of the weekend yeah. and didn't get to relax. Yeah. No wonder. <laughs> right? You <sighs> need that quiet time sometimes. Oh my god, I've learned that I function so much better when I get my me day where I don't talk to anyone and I get to do whatever I want. Whether that is super productive or ends up me being bed rotting for like seven hours. Yeah, yes. My body, it, it just decides what it needs 
like one day I spent it sleeping for like 14 hours and I went oh okay that's what I needed like I and I I, I am don't cured. <laughs> I'm not sorry for that because I like whatever happens is what I needed to be doing to maintain my like schedule if I don't have if, if there's any sort of deviations in my schedule I think there's something wrong like if I can't maintain my schedule that I've set up I'm like okay what is there something that's like obviously stopping me from doing something like for example the car would break down and I can't do something I don't know that's that's kind of extreme maybe we should do like the washer is in use so you can't do your laundry or is it something like the washer's completely fine I'm sitting here on the couch I know where all the laundry is there's something else stopping me from doing the laundry let's figure this out Ooh. indeed 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 uh, some other things that can help you uh, combat burnout journaling I think that goes back to like understanding yourself if you really need to write it down or talk to someone about that it helps uh mostly just like stress management i guess and that is the hardest lesson to learn yeah i still ain't learned that lesson i still make, <laughs> make sure you take breaks every once in a while even just like a quick five minute bathroom break where you're like ah and like I, I'm always a list girly. Like, I'll go to the bathroom, I'll go, alright, what am I doing next? And then I'll make a little list of the next, like, ten minutes of what I'm gonna do, and that, like, gets the ball rolling for me. Mm. If you ain't cried in the bathroom at work at least once, are you even working? My boss probably thinks I have IBS because of how many times I go to the bathroom in the day. Just not <laughs> because, like, sometimes I am pissing. Sometimes I do yeah. just need to, like, collect myself. It's a safe space. I have a safe space. And that safe space is the piss room. To everyone who comes in the morning and flips on those fucking fluorescent lights ah, before it's time monster. to be daytime. And we sit like in the darkness of the fucking office and it's so good and it's so cozy it's so good. and i get assaulted like it's not like oh we're gonna turn the lights on at nine it's whenever and then i just have to deal with it and i get overwhelmed all in that one second and then the person like has a shit eating grin because they just turned on the lights you know how people like groan and they're like eh, don't turn on the light that shit physically affects me and i have to go yeah. in the bathroom and calm down yeah don't do it no stop really. it uh, fluorescent lights should be illegal. Why? I, do, why do we have fluorescent lights? I asked why can't we have? I was like, can we put those? Like, yeah, right. I, I want to put those lighting. things they have in classrooms that cover the lights to make it softer. But he was like, that's not professional. And I said, eh. you can get like plain ones. <laughs> I am going to wear sunglasses in the office because it's too much. If it's right? too early. Anyway, um, Any, any obsessions of the week? Um, my obsessions of the week is, like you said, listening or listen to a little something while doing something with my hands. Not doing something is dismantling necklaces. <laughs> same as <laughs> last week. Pliers. Cool. Same as same as technically the week before that. That's it fair. is the best mode of, um, um. Uh, relaxation I got right now. So we are clinging on 
to that for dear life. I'm really into cross stitching. I just started, Ooh. so I just finished the May All Your Bacon Burn piece. Um, yes. And then I was like, oh, I never want to do this again. Because <laughs> I like hyper fixated <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that was a lot of work and I don't want to like, start yeah, another it's project. Over. Yep. Uh, so I was like yeah. so ready to find my new obsession. And then my coworker was like, oh my God, you got to teach me how to do that. Like that, that's so cool. And I was like, okay. So I went over last weekend and taught them how to cross stitch. And I started something like reluctantly because I was like, well, we're going to sit here for the next two hours. I'm not going to sit here and like be on my phone. So I might as well like begrudgingly start a cross stitch anyway. So I started a new project and I'm like really into it. <laughs> yeah, it's the switching between projects. That's the sticking point. It's the switching of dysfunction and Ooh. overcoming that. So, uh, yeah, I kind of just, like, trudged through, and now I'm really excited to do this bee. I'm doing a little bee. A bee? I've got a little what? bee butt on the canvas, and I'm going to work butt. on that when I hang bee up. Butt. Bee butt. Bee, bee butt. Bee butt. Uh, yeah, and I've been watching Alvea's streams, as usual. It's been very nice to have that uh, input. And, like, Alvea's, a lot of the Alvea's content is repetitive. Because it's for people, like, of different... It, it, you're supposed to share, like, the same education to multiple people. I can literally re recite, like, her fucking spiel on whatever animal. Like, you want to know about Georgie? I tell you about Georgie. Um, so the fact that both of the things are kind of repetitive means that I don't really need to pay attention to either of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I find, too, is I will listen to especially like true crime or mystery documentaries because they all have the same tone of voice mm. they all use the same mystery music in the background and um they talk about the the same steps of like detective work and i'm like it it is it is the same it is and i think that's a requirement for for me yeah, it's stimulating enough that I don't lose attention because sometimes there will be new stuff or, like, for example, like, when you're following a pattern on a cross stitch, you have to, like, look at the pattern every once in a while to make sure that you're still doing what you're supposed to be doing. But it's repetitive enough that you don't have to, like, constantly think about what you're doing and you can actually relax. Hell yeah. My little comfort show. <laughs> little, little comfort show. Little no thinky brain stinky relax stinky winky <laughs> yeah for anyone that's like oh just fucking meditate just like sit down and meditate fuck you that's not how my brain works yeah like i can't you. just sit down and like meditate i need to do something to be i need to do something meditative to meditate yes yeah there's such a thing as active meditation thank you very much yeah i can't do passive uh. meditation i'm not I'm not good at that. <laughs> My brain don't shut up. She she got too much on the go. She does not shut up. She you is, know what? She is. I can a chatterbox. meditate when I'm asleep. <laughs> I can't even do that. Cuz I I am somebody who dreams mm. all night and I remember those dreams Ugh, in that the morning. Can be exhausting sometimes. You ever wake up? Oh and boy, you, you like, is you it dream ever so much that so you have to like take a moment before you get out of bed because you're like, holy fuck, I gotta recover from that. Right, 
and it's never I always I'm jealous of the people who have dreams who are like I was at school without pants on oh no I'm like man fucking the, the other night I dreamt that my ex uh, came to my door demanded that we get married and when I said no kicked me in the shin and ran away crying and then I was at a John Mulaney comedy <laughs> comedy show and I I don't I don't even know John Mulaney but apparently we were best friends and we were eating chocolate cake together s'mores chocolate cake at the Jimmy Kimmel show the weekend Yum. before that sounds like and a then lot. we crashed a car into a lake but it was okay because we could breathe underwater. That I'm sounds like, like Man. a lot, a lot. I was like, what's happening right now? Ugh, this weekend is like Thanksgiving weekend and I have to go like I do can stuff. smell the I can smell the turkey cooking downstairs because we're doing Yummy. it today instead of tomorrow. And I'm so hungry. I kind of miss just like holidays that are like chill. Mm. Now my holidays are not relaxing, and that you have to like do things and go see people, and I just want to. Not As a do kid, anything. holidays happen to you. Yeah. As an adult, you make holidays happen. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? I have to create meaning in my own life for myself. <laughs> Get out of here. What do you mean? The when's, seasons don't when's just Santa happen. showing up? <laughs> you know. Anyway. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I didn't get to talk about my stream burnout, but to be honest, I don't want to talk about it. So you can't find me on twitch.tv slash remove Sam. <laughs> and you can't find me either. Uh, anywhere. This has been... This has been... Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good Thanksgiving. If you're a Canadian, if you're American, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs>